Welcome to the Anywhere Advisor Podcast. My name is Will Holdren. I'm back in the studio today with Terrence McMahon. And today we have a very exciting topic. We're going to talk to you guys about how to build a seven-figure practice. So I'm super excited for this one. So let's just jump right into it. Ah, what's up? How are you doing today? Amazing. Back so, after Thanksgiving, man. Seems like the whole world stops during the holidays, right? Everyone's slowing down, that's for sure. Well, it's time to it's time to regroup. It's time to look back at the at the year here. The year's gonna be over in a month, right? Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're a financial advisor, you're looking for answers to something, I would I would guess. And if you clicked on this podcast, you want to learn how to build a seven figure firm. So if you clicked on this podcast, I would also guess that you're not currently at seven figures, as most advisors aren't. There's a very low percentage of firms produce seven figures in sales. Um, I don't know what the number is. I'd say it's probably under 5%. What do you think? That sounds about right. That might even be high, honestly. Five might be high. I mean, there's a lot of people that make over six figures. There's very few that don't make over six figures. But the leap from six figures to seven figures is going to take something different, something special. My number one performing TikTok that's got over 15 million views was how to become the first millionaire in your family. So if you want to become the first millionaire in your family, uh, if you're not, I, you know, I broke it way, way down to, you know, what's the, what's the formula? What's the, what's the, you know, if the goal is a million dollars and the million dollars is up in a mountain and it's a, it's treasure and you want to go get the treasure, right? You want it. You want to be a seven figure producer, but you don't have the plan. You don't have the map. You don't have a guide. You don't have the tools. So what I'm going to show you today is a three-step process to build a seven-figure firm. And each step is important. And you can't go to step two without hitting the first step. You can't go to step three without hitting the second step. I mean nailing it with complete clarity. So if you're sitting here watching and you're looking back in the last 11 and a half months, let me ask you, have you performed to your potential this year? Have you added new abilities to your practice? Have you added new offerings? Have you refined your current offer? Have you added technology that makes life easier? Have you done every single thing possible to maximize your efforts? The answer to that question is almost always no. And if that's the case, I'm going to give you a suggestion. There's nine boxes that I want you to draw. You know, three boxes on top of another. Three rows of three. Three words. One with each row. The first row of three would be message. Building a multi-million dollar message for your business. The second row is model. Selecting and committing to a business model. Right? And there's a lot of models, and I'll go over the models. And the third one is media. Leveraging media. And if you have the correct message to the correct audience with the correct offer in phase one, and you have a model that you can scale, right? Rather than knocking on doors one at a time, you have a model that you can scale. You have a process to build out your brand and your authority. You have a process to attract clients in, capture their data, funnel them into your calendar, and then you have a system to enroll them you can become super successful. The first six elements of that is perfecting the process of taking someone from digital stranger to client. 
can't happen without those six things. When you have that perfected, right? So when you have that perfected, Will, the next step is to scale it. And that's when you leverage media. How's that sound? Yeah, I think that's super powerful. And like you said, once you can turn someone from a digital stranger to a client efficiently and residually, basically, you can take your business to a whole other level. Just like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The game. Uh, well, one, one thing, one thing you got to be clear on when you're perfecting your message, you got to really reflect on what you can really deliver, what your, what your go-to pitch is. In baseball, a pitcher that is successful has a go-to pitch. Mariano Rivera with the Yankees used to have the cut fastball. I don't know if you've ever seen him pitch it, but he pitched at every pitch because it was very difficult to hit. He became a Hall of Famer with that one go-to pitch. For a financial advisor, what is your one go-to pitch in the form of an outcome? Some marketers call this a currency. So you're trading a currency with, with a client, right? Time is a currency. Um, a worry-free future is a currency. Retiring early is a currency. Reducing anxiety of the stock market is a currency. Eliminating taxes and debt is a currency. So what currency are you offering that client in the form of an outcome? Uh, people ultimately want to make money, save money, and save time. So if you can help them have a better outcome financially, make money, or you can help them save money, avoid a pitfall or an error, or you can help them save time, well, wow, if you could do all three, you have a currency that you could market. All right, yeah. so um, does that makes sense. So some some people are wandering up that mountain to get the treasure. They did. They have no, no map, and they're they're not really starting out with the correct tools. One of the basic tools of of marketing is your offer, which is the the title of my book behind my shoulder. Here is you know what's your offer? What is your currency that they are going to trade their money f- uh, with you for? Right. So. Okay. Um, I would say most advi- most clients right now, if you look at what people are worried about, they're worried about the stock market. So they're worried about volatility. So if you can relieve them of that pain and you put them into something that could get them to their goal without the pain, they'll be very happy to look at that. They're looking at taxes, particularly business owners. If you can relieve the burden of sharing half of their winnings with the federal government, that's a currency you'll get a lot of interest in, don't you think? Yeah, I think for advisors particularly, I think their main currencies in this analogy would definitely be saving time and making money. Um, I mean, saving money and making money. I don't know. Do you think saving time could be a big one for advisors to leverage? Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's a heuristic. If, if uh, I mean, they hire an advisor because they don't have the time to do it themselves. Right. So by okay. nature of, yeah, there's the ability, like you can manage your own money, but you don't do it because you don't want to spend the money and time and energy learning how to do it and then finding the right tools to do it. So you hire an advisor and for a percentage of the, of the winnings, the advisor will do that for them. So saving time is always embedded in the actual profession. But if you can, if you can get somebody to their currency lever faster, like let's pretend you can, you can help someone retire five to 10 years earlier. Right. Um, That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And you can deliver that service in 90 days. So in 90 days, the outcome is we're going to put you on a plan to retire five to 10 years earlier than you're currently on track for without sacrificing your lifestyle today. Like that would be a strong offer. That's a currency. So, right. but you know, crafting your message, yeah. um, you how know, to I- escape 
the stock market roller coaster and still be able to retire on time, right? And never run out of money. Without running out of money would be another one. Uh, so that's that's a currency. So if you had that currency, you need to find a client that you can sell it to, right? You need to find a prospect that's in the market for that currency. Um, you can't sell that to somebody who's in their 20s. You're probably selling that to someone who's in their 40s or 50s. And if you're in a particular segment or a niche, you can kind of dress up that offer for that niche. You can do it for federal employees. You can do it for business owners. You can do it for teachers. You can do it for executives and doctors, whatever. It really doesn't matter. Um, that's just dressing up the offer for the audience. The analogy of before that we used about cookbooks, right? If I was selling a cookbook, it could sell. If I was selling a cookbook for RV owners, it would sell more. If I was selling a Southern cookbook for RV owners, it would do more. Niching products makes it easy to get noticed. Um, yeah. So your, you know, first is what's your what's your currency, uh, what's your what's your what's your prospect, and then ultimately, what mechanism are you offering them to 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 use to get that result? And that's what's called the signature solution. So in the first box, you want to see what what outcome are you offering? Who are you out? Who are you offering it to in the in the middle one? You know, in the perfect prospect profile. And then what are you calling your program? It could be the retire early system for fill in the blank, right? Let's pretend your, your product says the retire early system for post office workers, right? If you're a post office worker and you want to retire five to 10 years earlier without sacrificing your current lifestyle, listen closely because I have a product called the retire early system for post office workers. Right. That's the idea. So you got the message down. I call that the million dollar messaging. When you have that tight, super clear, you go to the next phase of that. Does that make sense so far? Yeah. So would you go as far to say that most six figure earners, their message is not nearly that strong? Do you think that's one of the main differences that's not allowing them to get up that seven figure mark? For uh, for the advisor, I mean, the, yeah. the most the, the most common weakness financial advisors have is they look like each other. You could right. put 500 advisors in an auditorium and have very difficult time deciding who has a different offer. Most of them do a financial plan of some sort. Most of them do some kind of projection or simulation or um, report on what life's going to look like with the Monte Carlo scenario, as they say. You know, this goes up or this goes down. It's going to look kind of like this. They haven't put wrapping paper on that. So it's specific to the offer with the niche audience. Um, a financial plan is great. A financial roadmap for physicians is better. Does that make sense? Saying, because you've dressed it up. Lot, yeah. So you're saying most of them aren't niche enough to where they should be. At the end of the day. If they're struggling to look different, niching is the easiest way to look different. Yeah. Because you can put wrapping paper on a conventional financial plan and label it for something. I don't know if you remember. I could tell you a story of my, my, my son, David, uh, was a little boy. Jurassic Park came out and they made these Jurassic Park dinosaurs and David was obsessed with them. He bought every single one of them, drove us crazy. <laughs> Three years later, Jurassic Park came out with Jurassic Park 2 and David was in the toy store and they had the Jurassic Park toys and they called it the the some kind of effect. They basically took the same toys and painted them with camouflage. I forget the, the chaos effect that it was called. So I had to buy $500 worth of toys all over again because the marketer 
put different wrapping paper on the same product. Yeah. So it, it created novelty, which is a cognitive bias that people react to. And that I'll never forget it because I was buying the exact same Jeep, the exact same characters with camouflage painted on them. It was kind of ridiculous, yeah. but it worked. You know, he was working me and they were working, they were working him and he was working me to get the toy because yeah. of the novelty. Well, let's go into model. Oh, go ahead. A little taste of your own medicine. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the key is ethically use it. Um, I mean, chicken, yeah. chicken, chicken cooking companies have different versions of cooking chicken, right? We got the air fryer, we got the foreman grill, we got the, the the pressure cooker, I forget what you call that thing, the magic pot or instapot or something like that. There's always something coming around to do the exact same thing that something else does. It's just put a new wrapping paper on it. Financial advisors are no different. Put new, yep. new wrapping paper on your product, you're different. Get more clear about the prospect you're helping, you're ahead of the game. Create a currency offer that people really want, making money, saving money, saving time, and putting that into words in a video with a signature solution at the end of it, you can do quite well. So I'm going to go into model. And you know what I'm talking about when I say model? Business model? Yeah, it's, it's what are you using for a business model in your company? There's a lot of different ways to market your business, and there's a lot of different models to market. So I'm going to give you some of the few if you're in digital marketing, which most of us are listening to this because they want to take the highly manual face-to-face -face grind and automate it in some way. So there's a few ways to do it. One way that I've done quite well is, is you can produce a publication. You can have a model where you're producing information for your clients. You're attracting them to you because you're a source. You're a solution to their problem through written material or videos or books. That's a, a you're a public, you're a publisher, a publication. Um, so you have a company that's producing information that solves a problem. And then ultimately people are seeing you as an authority Obviously, the first five letters in the word authority is author. And the good news is it's pretty easy to be a publication now. You can do a blog for free. You can write an ebook on an app now. You don't even have to really hire anything. Producing them is pretty, pretty inexpensive. You can use freelancers to do that. So that's one model, and it's a very good model. Free book to an appointment. Free book to a, you know, give me your number, your phone number and email. I'll give you my book or my information. And now you've given me permission to follow up. That's a really simple model. If you have good wrapping paper on your publication, your YouTube channel, your podcast, your book, and I kind of have all of them, then I bring people into my life that way. I meet people every single day because they see this show or they see a clip that I put on TikTok or Instagram. Another way is to do live training. Like there's nothing that says that you can't train people or have some form of membership where they pay a fee and you give them support. Like I have a membership called Amplify, which is my M3, the system I'm teaching right now. I have a whole membership that supports that for financial advisors. So it's a six month program where you get all the coaching, all the technology. My team runs all your funnels. We become your marketing back office. And you pay a, a, a fee that's probably equal to what you would pay a part-time employee that doesn't have the skills that we have. So we can, we can outprice them because we guarantee results. And most people are spending money on marketing assistance and whatnot that 
you know, people don't get the results. So that's how I, I priced that particular product. But I've, I did it in a membership. So you pay a fee, you get access to technology, you get access to my team, you get access to my specialized training. And financial advisors can structure some form of membership model or some kind of training, uh, life education classes at the university is an example of this. Mm. You can go the software route. Not many people are here. But if you're creative and you create an application that can help people save time, save money, or make money, you could do quite well having people uh, download your software for a very small price, get a calculation like a tax calculation or an income calculation or a retirement calculation, and then you can follow up with them to sell them other things. There's the, the next model is a live event model. So I'm telling you about, I'm going to tell you about eight models. The live event model is, you know, you, you create a live event, whether it's a online event or a physical location, and you market people to come learn in a very short amount of time, a lot of stuff. You know, it's a classic example of how to get, um, how to get a retirement plan projection in under an hour at a seminar, right? All attendees will receive this at the end. That's a live workshop model. That one starts to creep into being a little bit more expensive. Right. There is a group coaching model, which is another model. Like if you wanted to dump people into a group coaching session, which was a model I did during the pandemic because nobody could get together live. We just did group Zoom meetings and we created a community where we learned and we talked and you know we shared ideas, we shared results. Uh, that's a one-to-many consulting model. Then there's a model, it's a one-to-one. You know, what I call a high ticket concierge consulting gig. So most most advisors have a one-to-one -one model as their model right now. And the, ch the challenge is you have that as the deliverable, but you also have it as the marketing tool. So it makes it very nauseating to find clients when you're running around looking for them one at a time <laughs> when technology and a strong offer and a signature product and solution or unique mechanism can attract them into your world. Right. Right. No, so I the one, makes, yeah, like, like like you're talking about the whole one-on-one -on -one model. It's pretty much every financial advisor that I know right now, um, which is pretty pretty crazy. Like you said, it doesn't it doesn't allow you to have any leverage either, which is what we talked about the last couple of shows. And like you know, leverage is one of the key factors to make a successful business to grow seven figures mm -hmm. when you can grow it outside of yourself. Yeah, and I know an advisor that does every single one that I've mentioned so far. I have 175 members of my community. So I have one in there. You know, I've seen a face every single time I, I, I told you each model. And the mm -hmm. last one is starting a firm. You know, picking a model and then recruiting people into the model rather than you doing it yourself. That's an agency. Starting a firm is the, the highest level reward, the highest level risk, the most amount of time. So the second phase of this process is picking a business model. So whatever model you end up picking, you need to create three things for the model. The first thing you need to create is you need to brand um, your offer. You need to make sure that when someone sees your offer, they digitally trust you. I call it a digital lobby. You got to have a strong digital footprint. Most people have a really weak digital footprint. They don't have the authority to, to uh, compete for the eyeballs. Um, and it's a shame because the digital revolution 
in buying product has has created an equalization with the big banks. So for under a thousand bucks, you can build out a website, a LinkedIn banner, uh, a little bit of sales copy. In fact, you can get the copy from my book for nine bucks. If you buy the book, uh, we have a free plus shipping version of it. You can get everything you need from a words and, and positioning point of view, install that into a website in your social media posts, and you immediately have authority, particularly if you're dressing up that business for a specific audience. Hmm. You got to understand something. I took a survey uh, of about 3,000 advisors in 2020, 21, and 22. I had about 3,500 phone calls. I asked every advisor to fill out a questionnaire, and I asked them some questions. Here's basically what I ask you. Do you do digital marketing? How do you meet your clients and what's your process? What's your average income? What's your goal? And what's your biggest obstacle? 52% still meet their clients by face-to-face -face referral. 52% had that as a process. 17% had no process. So 77% of the 3,500 advisors have either face-to-face, -face, I call it the grind, or no process. 5.8% do digital marketing. So I was talking to an advisor last week. I was like, well, how do you meet your clients? He says, well, I, I get referrals and I do networking. And he said, I'm getting married. He also said that in the same, the same breath. I said, I'm getting married. I said, oh, cool. How'd you meet your wife, your future wife? He said, I met her on match.com. I said, Using yeah, you know why? What's that? Using an app, technology. Well, people don't meet in bars anymore. People right. don't meet in restaurants anymore. People don't meet anywhere anymore. They meet online. So all people in the matchmaking world are meeting either on Match.com or Hinge or Bumble or OkCupid. Okay There's a lot of them, but I'd say about 90% of the people meet their, their, their match, their partner online. Um, by the way, financial advisors that aren't doing this are missing 90% of the clients that want to find their advisors online. I had a big argument with someone says, says people don't want to find you online. They want to find you through referral. I said, don't fool yourself. You get referred. They're still going to check you out online. If you look like a clown, they're going to pass. Yeah. You need to have a digital footprint. It's not an option. Yeah. So authority is the first step in your model. Um, you know, whatever model is, you got to create authority around that model. The second thing is you got to create a funnel and a lead generation tool and mechanism to attract people in. So it's called a sales funnel. So you're either drawing people from the, from the online community into your webinar or into your coaching group or into something that is going to make them um, come to you without you doing it manually, like fully automated. Isn't that cool? That is pretty nice. Total easy to do. Um, and then finally, the last part of your business model is you got to have conversion language. Most advisors don't have a script because you can do the first five things well. If you don't have a conversion script, if you don't have the words and the process and method to create pain for a client, let them feel it and internalize it. Give them a solution that makes them feel much better on the spot and get them to buy. You won't make any money. So you have to get them to sign. You got to have them to say yes. That's the conversion. So in this system already, 
in our short time together, I talked to you about messaging. What's your currency that you're offering? Who are you offering it to? What are you branding your program as? And then in the model, once you select your model, how do you create authority around your model? How do you funnel people into your model? And ultimately, how do you get them to say yes? What's your methodology? What's your script? Any advisor that has a script will outperform any advisor that don't or doesn't every time. That's so right. And I find it super interesting some of the stats you were sharing that how most advisors don't really have a process. And just like you said, I think once they really figure that out and take your advice from steps one to 10, six figures turns into seven figures in at the end of the year. Well, I mean, that's the ultimate goal is once you can can see more people and you've niched to a more profitable part, the rest is just simple math. Yeah. So you become the first millionaire in your family by breaking down the goal. I forgot to finish my thought. So the video goes, do you want to be the first millionaire in your family? And the answer is 283, $283 a day is what you need to make every single day. So that gets you to a hundred thousand. The first stop to a million is a hundred thousand. All right. That's just making, you know, what I, what do I got to do to make $300 a day? I got to sell three $100 products or one $300 product. So if you want to make a million dollars a day, you add a zero. So how do you make a million dollars? You got to sell one $3,000 product every single day, right? Or three one thousands or in a week you got to sell, you know, one really big one. So there's a lot of different ways to get there. But once you figure out the model, you can use the math to work backwards to how many people do you need to have come into your funnel? What's your conversion process? What do you need to do to get to a million? And once you have the model built and the message tight, you go to media. You take what works, what got you there offline. You embed it more clear online. You have a clarity of offer. You have a clarity of model. You have clarity of conversion process, funneling them into your world, and finally media. So message, model, last one's media. How do you get more eyeballs on your offer now that people are buying it at a predictable level? This is called scaling. Um, and you need traffic. So media is really traffic. And if you're driving down the street, I was with my team last week, and we are going to breakfast in Fort Lauderdale, and we're driving by a lot of things. And I hear some people mentioning restaurants, whether it was a scuba shop, there was a Chick-fil-A. We had a conversation about Chick-fil-A. And then, because there were 90,000 people out front, which is the case in Florida, we get to the restaurant and I'm trying to talk to them about media. And I said, I said, what is media? And they're in, you know, it was a newer group. And, I, and they said, I don't know. I said, it's traffic. We were just in traffic. What did you guys notice on your way from my house to here? And then, you know, someone says, oh, we talked about Chick-fil-A. I said, Chick-fil-A paid somebody who owns that real estate uh, for the impression of that sign in that building. They paid for that traffic, very expensive traffic, right? That's called paid traffic. They bought a location, hung a sign. Uh, free traffic is traffic that doesn't cost you any money. It's like an email that you already have is free traffic. You can send somebody an email or a DM because they're already following you or you have a LinkedIn subscription and you can technically connect with some people. That's called free traffic. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, you know, there's limitations. Sometimes when you have what's called affiliate traffic, if you borrow someone else's list, that's free traffic. Um, and there's lots of ways to use free traffic to scale your business. Probably not to a million. 
The best way to get to a million is paid traffic. Paid traffic. Gotcha. So I'll give you some quick numbers. Uh, we have a program. We have, we have a program for estate planning that, that is very successful. We have gotten, I think, about 5,200 appointments in the last six months for clients that are looking to get their estate plan done. We have a unique arrangement with a law firm that practices law online. So this law firm helps people get their will and their trust done in under an hour without leaving home. So the offer is get your will done with a real lawyer in under an hour from home. And this mm -hmm. company's done over 100,000 of these, right? So we get very predictable um, clicks on that because six in 10 Americans don't have a will. Eight in 10 Americans don't have an updated will. Jeez. And, it, and I think nine out of 10 people that have a trust that it's not funded. So it's a wonderful way into someone's life. And financial advisors can act as a concierge to those clients that are coming through the process. And if they're licensed correctly, they can actually charge a fee for the non-legal work and the projections and calculations that they do. But I can get that appointment for somebody right now for 25 bucks. So for, for, for uh, $300, I can get you 10 appointments. And everybody on the, on, the, on, the, on the show right now knows if they have 10 appointments, how many they'll close because everybody knows about how many people out of 10 they'll close. Everybody knows that. So what if you can get, instead of having four appointments a week, what if you had 40? Because you don't have to leave the house to do the appointment. 10 a day, four days a week, and take one day off. So if you're, right. if, you're, if, you're, if you're converting two out of 10, which is below average, you're adding 10 clients a week instead of one. That's a 10x on your, on your business right there. Yeah. Big gains. With the power, you know, the power of the paid ad, the yeah. power of media. Um, yeah. In the last phase of media, you got free traffic. Paid traffic is nurturing. You're going to get people coming into your world. The very last stop in your process, your million-dollar system, is to always recycle everybody that's clicked on your stuff because you captured their, their, uh, their information. Their, you pixel them. You tag them so you can retarget them for free. You send emails and text messages, and you're nurturing. You're using automation to always keep your offer in the front so that you get them when they buy. The last thing I'll tell you is people don't buy on your time. They buy on their own time. That's a big one. Time has got to be right, 100%. And that, my friend, is how you put together a million-dollar firm in three easy steps. With your message, select a model, tighten up your funnel, tighten up your branded authority, get a conversion script that works, and put eyeballs on it with free traffic, paid traffic, and finally re-nurture everybody always nurturing, always asking them to come back in. All right, guys, there you have it. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you guys next week.